Short story long. Short story long. Short story long. Hi everybody. This is short story long. Listen to me like I'm a reasonable person. I know. I like. I like whenever I open that. I always get to do my freak out a little. My little radio voice. Hello. Hi everyone. This is short. Adam talking. I'm talking. This is Short Story Long, the SSL podcast. Um, we are here with returning guests and DC Stonewall super guy, Lord um, Melvin. I just, you're just Melvin. one word. You're, yeah, I don't. What, you're like, what's your actual I'm like Madonna. Name? Just Melvin Thomas. Melvin Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Melvin. 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 That sounds really weird. We say Melvin. And Melvin. oh, and I'm also Adam Casari. And I'm also <laughs> Adam Casari. <laughs> um. Did we have a fun fact? Yeah, we did, didn't we? Oh, yes. I mean, the fun fact in my life that you should know about is that I unsuccessfully ran for student body vice president and failed so epically. Oh, I love So you had no ambition. Um, (laughs) I basically, like... That I was going to be like the Bernie Sanders of the. This was in high school or in college? It was in high school first, and then in college second. So you wow. failed, and you were like I never the thought I could mindset. be president, but I always knew that I could fail at vice president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so talk about the first failure. So high school. Oh, high school was really sad. Like that was the period for you. Yeah. <laughs> period. 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 Yeah. Uh, so high school was like like running against one of the most popular kids in the school. And I was just like, yeah, it's going to be grassroots. I'm totally going to kill this. What did you like, what did you think you could offer the students different than this super hot, obviously super intelligent person? (laughs) What could they offer? It's a fucking popularity contest in the most basic. No, what I, yeah. So what made you think you could beat uh, Regina George, essentially? It sounds like. So first and foremost, I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Yeah. Hot. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) Age appropriate. (laughs) But they're like old now. They're like 30 something. What am I, a priest? (laughs) I really thought that, like, closeted gay boy, like, fight for he our speaks rights. For the masses. <laughs> perspective is really just going to take me to the win. And um, I thought my posters were pretty amazing. So, what was your campaign slogan? Um, like, we didn't have slogans per se. Like, that's probably <laughs> seven <laughs> yeah. of, like, why it didn't work. But, like, I'll say, like, me, like, I was pretty artistic. So my People were captivated. Good. Melvin said, uh, I'm Melvin Thomas. Both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your civic duty. Yeah, you didn't realize by just generally promoting an awareness campaign to vote that they were not going to vote for you. They um, voted uh, not for me. And in those moments, I realized, like, tenacity and overcoming failure is what was going to shape me. Do you feel like if the problem was that you didn't go to Wisconsin and campaign there or... <laughs> that's basically it I like yeah. the rust belt really like fucked me you know, over your, your blue wall just fell apart I know it was, it okay was, well yeah. young gay Catholic boys don't like you and then how did you fail in college well, no wait wait I want to know who the guy was that you ran against well I mean Roger Zuthorst yeah, yeah. Was so, no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Conrad's brother. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, he was a member of our football team, so like he had yeah. a voting block, and I was like, fuck you, you're a voting block. Was there some sort I of... Genius. Did you, actually, did you guys actually interact at all, like, about, like, I'm going to win, or was like was it like a, I don't know, like a 
was it Degrassi or was it just like a real thing where you just none of you talked and then everyone voted for this other guy and you're like, okay, well that was over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I barely knew him <laughs> then, but I know him now. Nah. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in college, and then college. Was, yeah. And then college, like, it was the he same was guy. back. Yeah. That actually would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Chet Stevens. Was that's back. not, yeah. No, in college, I had a circle of really, really good friends who, like, had a frank conversation with me one day that was like, we, they're the independent ticket in college, which, you know, pretty awesome, but the odds are pretty low they're going to win. Uh, Wait, there are tickets and yeah. student body elections on I, I campus? I don't know what he's talking about. There's, I don't. Really? Like, there's not Democrats and Republicans they on were, college like, campus. They right? were, like, at University of Florida. Like, there was, like, a structure. How many system. people are going to University of Florida? Um, total, probably between fifty and 60,000. Okay, students. so they have to have a system. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah big college. I went to a school with 1,600 people, so it's, like... Yeah, that GED was tough. Anyone was a part of the government. Yeah. Uh, what did you just say about my... That <laughs> <laughs> GED was tough. Oh, yeah. Well, in college... Hey. In college, it was worse because I was a candidate. Um, and then for our ticket, I didn't actually win for the ticket to be able to run... Oh, you tomorrow. couldn't get... Yeah, you couldn't beat the primary. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the worst case, it was, like, my best friend won on that ticket. Wow. And I was like, God damn it, I... Hey, you slash, I will so they for you. They, oh, so they beat you, and then they, did they win? No. No. I mean, You're again. just failures all around. I mean, yeah. basically, like, I surround myself with the best failures, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in college, you must have had more of a vision about what you wanted. I mean, in that first race, I for sure thought I did, and then I learned politics really quickly, because it was, like, pretty cutthroat at University of It's 60,000 people. They're voting on popularity alone. Like, I go, yeah, in the college system, it's like you're more, you but, would be focused on something. But, I mean, there's, there's... What kind of tickets are you running on? Like, what was the difference between... Oh, that you had to build a whole platform. Manifest destiny. Yeah. We're going to conquer the other Florida schools. If we make it to the Pacific Ocean by the end of my first term, <laughs> I'm not running for a second term. <laughs> I, I feel like it was, like, Khaleesi when she got, like, the Dark Rocky and every other community to, like, join her. Like, that's what the independent ticket at University of Florida Except was. you just got burned alive. Like, you don't actually survive yeah. <laughs> he lights the building on fire and dies <laughs> oh Khaleesi ran for the race but she didn't get the crown so we will find out but this Sunday whether that actually happens we won't <laughs> or not yeah. Yeah. Uh, well sorry that you lost I mean I did it I've stop you years. from running for other things it made me realize I'm much better behind the scenes than in, like with the mic in front of the crowd so I have like found my You're more of a Varys or a Peter Baelish than you are a, a Tywin. Oh, for sure. I'm like holding, like I'm the left hand of the crown, right? You the hand of the crown. Hand, yeah. I mean, there's only one hand. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, well, All right. Do you have a title for your yeah. actual story? Um, yeah, the title is My Sister's First Period. All right. Well, it's Pretty straightforward. Yeah. 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 You get what you're paying for. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Um, so... Me and my sister uh, were two years apart. And I use the word were because my sister passed away when I was 19. Um, but we grew up together and, like, we were the thickest thieves and closest friends. Um, and being two years apart, we were, like, in elementary school when we, uh, like, would go to school together and come home every day. And, like, coming home every day, like, it was right around, like, the 3 o'clock era. And so we were latchkey kids. There were definitely, like, a bucket of, like... Was it just you two as the kids? Yeah. Or did just, you have any other siblings? Nope, just the okay. two of us. 
just the two of us. Um, and Let's keep kids all alone. <laughs> just the two of us. And no parents are at home. <laughs> just the two of us. And it was like pretty young. Like I, I was like seven. She was like nine. And like we are coming home from school, and she was a responsible one with keys. So like we get home, and all the way like a few blocks to get to our actual house, she didn't like look well. And I just remember like thinking like like what's going? On? Are you gonna throw up? Like, How long was the on? walk? Um, so, like, it was probably a total of three blocks, but, like, in kid years, it was, like, a mile. <laughs> like, the longest way ever. Because you got itty-bitty legs. They just haven't grown to full legs yet. Right. Yeah. Right. So, for a regular human, that was a four-mile walk. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, a, an, an adult, you know, yeah. with actual They got longer? Yeah. It's, like, 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 dog, no, no, it's like dog years, you know, but for walking. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did the math You did it yeah. in the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we walk home. I know that something's like off what, with what's, her. What year is this? Um, so I was, let's do the math. I'm really bad at math. So I was seven at the time. I was born in 1985. It was 1992. Is that correct? Yes. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Numbers work Terry out. Terry Strug had just landed her. I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was the, it was an era. It was a decade. Great things were happening that year. Maybe. What was happening in 1990? No, I guess 96. Is that an Olympic year? Yeah. Yeah, in Atlanta. 92, is that an Olympic year? 92, yes. yeah. 92 is also an Olympic year. 92 was, was, the, was, the, was the big Olympics. 96 was the, the big, big Olympics. There's only one big Olympics. There's only one big Olympics. The big Olympics. It was that year. Yeah, 96 was in Atlanta. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I so remember getting 92. frozen lemonade there. See, I remember watching the Carrie Strug in '92 in like a house in Florida. We were just like visiting a family, like a family friend. Did all of you like jump out of your chair? Yeah, it was like such a that w- that was an Americana moment. I think that's the only time that I really felt like an American. <laughs> it was like we did. That's it. when I was proud we of my did. country. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been president. Carrie <laughs> Strug or bust. <laughs> What's the name, Carrie? Sh- yeah, I was wrong. What did I call her? I don't know what her name is. It's Carrie Strug. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. You didn't you watch that Carrie Strug right? launched on the Pomo Horse. Like, single-handedly, like, you know, took the... What year was it? Because uh, it was 92. All right, so I was two years old. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know... Stupid. We're going to watch yeah. that later. <laughs> yeah. We're going to watch that later. Your life's going to change. Did you guys uh, Did, always and, walk home, or was it like... I mean, so that's a regular... you pretty much latchkey kid, so like my... Yeah, you said that already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you were deprived we as a child. It. We got okay. it, we got it. It was a passive, a passive abusive relationship. <laughs> okay. So like my parents are definitely coming home between like 5 and 6 p.m., so there are like some gap of time. And so uh, we got to the front door. Like she is like in so much pain and I don't even understand, but I'm like, hope like hoping for ignorant bliss at that moment. So, like, we get in the house, and I do me, which is, like, I go on, I turn on ABC News, Oprah is about to come on, I go to the fridge, I make some snacks for the two of us. Helios pizza, <laughs> steakums. Yeah. Yeah, at this time, you, you knew you were gay? Um, you know... No. I have to go see what Oprah's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm well, going to turn on ABC She's News. a gateway drug to homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> she was basically the institution in our household. So... So, like, I, like, go turn on the TV. I go get us snacks. Um, my sister's like, I need to use the bathroom. And I was like, okay, do you do you, boo? Like, you know, live your life. Um, but yeah, like, we all shit, sis. Go. Yeah, Get it. I'm oh. watching my Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, like, Oprah's about to start. And I start hearing her, like, crying from the bathroom. And I'm like, 
That normal. Yeah. yeah. Why is that yeah. a problem? Yeah. So what's the issue? <laughs> and in my seven-year-old mind, I was just like alarmed and concerned. So I like ran up to the bathroom and like was like. What's going on? At any age, someone crying in the bathroom should be a reason to check in on that. Well, so, like, what kind of, uh, what was your sister's personality? Like, what were you like and what was she like? Yeah, so she was definitely the more, like, dominant of personalities between the two of us. So, like, she was in charge. She, like, knew what she was going to do. She was, like, the smarter one who just, like, figured everything else. And I was just like, hey, like, you figure this out. I can just chill, right? Like, everything's great. Uh, um, a power sister, I think is what they're yeah, power sister. Referred to. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. No one refers to that way. It's completely false. Yeah, <laughs> and, like she was like literally better at everything in life than me. So I was, I was just like, hey, if I do anything, I'm winning. So, yeah. Have you had you seen her cry before? Um, that point. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I've seen her cry several times, but usually it was due to like some pain I inflicted on her, like. One time, I was really upset at her, and so... I stabbed her. <laughs> One time, I was really off. upset with her, and so I plunged a knife into her chest. Yeah. But, like, I did all kinds of very cruel things, so they, like, push her on stairs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just about to ask, did you ever feel like you were living in your sister's shadow? I think the answer is yes. Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm going to be the shadow in someone at the bottom <laughs> of the stairs. I will tell you the most cruel thing I did to her, because, like... Um, we, years later... I tweeted I, her social security number. <laughs> <laughs> I got a house and I didn't pay the mortgage. <laughs> um, years later, I uh, she was like straightening her hair one day and I was like so mad at her that I took her straightener and I like put it on her arm and I was like... Oh my Burr! God! <laughs> and then I went to years of therapy later. So, uh, <laughs> Still I fixed that problem though. I recently processed that was a bad thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, she was like such, literally such a great person for how much of an asshole I was. So I'm like, she never did like anything to you. No, like the worst she did is like to like stop making like when I went crazy, she would sit on me to like simmer me down. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I understand that. Um, and then enough I, about your sexual fetishes, bro. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Don't touch me. Don't. <laughs> I don't fucking choke me. Don't hit me. I will kill you. Sit on me. Yeah, don't sit on me. Hey, listen, I have a really uh, big not sitting on me fetish, so <laughs> you could endorse that for me. Um, so what were you like at this age? Um, so An I, asshole. No, a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually I would go on to be tried yeah. for my war crimes. <laughs> I, uh, like... I had a t-shirt that I loved, which was a Steve Urkel t-shirt, and I pretty much like wore that t-shirt every single day of my life, because he was like my role model to no degree. Mm. But not, uh, what was his, Stefan? But Stefan. You, oh, the actual Urkel, not Stefan. You know, I didn't even like Stefan, because I just wanted Urkel to be Urkel. I wanted him to be authentically himself. I didn't need it added flavors. I don't understand uh, what any of that just meant. Why aren't God? Because I know You're who Urkel so is. I know who Urkel is, but I'm like, what is Stefan? Because I think of Stefan as like it's oh, the hottest it's night. Oh, this yeah. is 1990. Like, yeah, this is disturbing. This is right. He trans like Urkel tried to become cool for Laura, so he invented a machine that would turn him into a cool guy, and then he became Stefan instead of Steve. Did you watch? TGIF? They really wrote shows differently. <laughs> than that. Yeah. Did you watch TJF growing up? Uh, Thank goodness it's Friday. I know what those. Thank goodness. Are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God bless it's God. Friday. God. Yeah. Hashtag blessed it's Friday. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, like it's like that's like you remember thing. Full House, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't really watch Full House. Uh, I was usually watching like Dragon Ball Z or whatever. On Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Time for Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah, it's like or Saturday cartoons. Like I've watched a lot of. Yeah, yeah we like all watch Saturday friendly. cartoons. We're specifically talking about TJ. Look, I don't know what to tell you. I haven't <laughs> seen it. I heard of it, but I wasn't like there for it. Well, Adam, now this interview is just us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. yeah. How do we mute? Can we mute your line? <laughs> yeah. How do we mute your line? Uh, so, so your sister's crying, I, and it's not something because it's something you've done to her. No, I and I just like just like don't. And you're I like, don't I, get don't, it. I feel responsible. And I'm at the door, and I'm like, open the door, like let me help you. And she's like, no, you can't help me. This is just a thing I have to do alone. And I was like, what? <laughs> <Masturbate>. Sorry, <laughs> she's destroying the. One ring of true power. <laughs> <laughs> she, was like, she was like eight years old, so like none of this logic make any sense then and now. Right. So I um, took it and I was like, what's happening? Like, what do you need? And she was like, Melvin, I'm bleeding. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, you're in the bathroom alone and bleeding. What's happening? What did you eat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it Chipotle? <laughs> Um, it's like Chi-Chi's at the time. I don't think yeah, Chipotle. I was yeah. like thinking of the shitty Mexican restaurants yeah. back in 92. Did you have Casadero? Taco Bell. Yes. Did you get the Grande Burrito? Well, we were like six and eight, so like that level of processing. And Chipotle hadn't, not Chipotle, Chipotle hadn't existed at that point. So she's screaming at you. That she's bleeding. I'm bleeding. Your response is, well, you're behind a door. Yeah. Well, my response was like immediately when she said she was bleeding, I went into like panic. Oh yeah, that's like, terrifying. Holy fuck! Like, what is gonna happen here? And I, I was like, like, who do I need to call? Do I need to call nine one one right now? Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like emergency management. Yeah. And uh, she's. <laughs> I didn't know what I was thinking as a six year old besides emergency <laughs> management. I had a plan. <laughs> I was made for HR, so I made an Excel spreadsheet about how to deal with this problem. I referred to our policy. Yeah. I, I took out the family handbook to see what yeah. I should be doing and in this situation. You know, process documentation. I just imagine yeah. like a manual, like stapled to the or to, like magnetized to the fridge. We have like to go through, and he's like, bylaw number two, three, four. Yeah, fucking like OSHA laws all over the way. Like, don't worry, we're gonna get you workers' comp. You can make, make this work. You'll be fine. Yeah. And so I like immediately decided that like I have to call dad so like Marilyn's bleeding in the bathroom I'm like and I can't get in like something needs to happen so I call dad and I'm like it's like I'm like crying because I'm upset about this and I'm like dad like Marilyn's bleeding in the bathroom and I don't know what to do click period like I like conveyed the information didn't give him more did you hang up immediately <laughs> did he answer or was um, it a voice oh it was his voice so he answered like direct line and then he like calls back several times, but, like, I am, like, too busy trying to, like, figure, figure it out. out. So, like, all he knows is what, that my sister's it, bleeding in the bathroom. Did it occur to you to, like, kick the door open? I was, I mean, no. I was, like, six years old. That, that, that and I don't watch action movies. And it wasn't part of our risk management strategy, yeah. so I didn't follow it. And Oprah's still on, full volume. <laughs> so, like, I gotta watch inside, that. And my Elio's pizza was burning, yeah. and the steakums were getting too grilled. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I, so I, like, did my due diligence, I called him, and then my, my sister. Due diligence. <laughs> You're disturbingly more of an HR personality yeah. than I am. You're, uh, Your Honor, I did my due diligence. Um, I stood around, and while the phone was ringing, I continued to watch Oprah. I feel like I'm not responsible. Well, I'm, I'm upset, right? Because I'm not getting any quality Oprah time right now. Like, yeah, no, you're shook. And I'm I call dad. He knows. And she's like, no, no, no. Call mom. Mom needs to know. And so I like run over to the phone and I call mom. Same thing. I'm like, mom, 
Marilyn's bleeding. I don't know what to do. You need to come home now. Hang up. This just, <laughs> the just the facts mentality. Um, <laughs> hey, here's something going on. Click. <laughs> and like my poor mom and dad like are calling each other. They're like, what, the, like, what is happening? Like somebody needs to rush home and figure this out. And then I go like run to my sister's door and it's like, everybody knows. Like, what do I do? Like, what do we need? And she was just like, I need you to go pray right now. And I was like... <laughs> Okay. I was following the story until now. Now now I know your sister doesn't even know what's happening. I was assuming she was going to say, call the neighbors. Call everyone. Call call Mrs. Rundy. Call Steven. Uh, Call the school. She's bleeding. She slides slides a piece of paper underneath the door that just has a list of names. Here's my list. Get through all these people. So I like, I'm like, okay, got it. Got it. So I'm like, I'm like, I need I, you to go in our back. house. We like have, you're gonna do anything. <laughs> we are. We we're like a very Catholic Indian family, so we have this shrine. To I like, don't know if that sentence has ever been uttered. <laughs> we're, a very, we're a very Catholic Indian family, so. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, like in a lot of, like, Indian Catholic households, they, like, have a part of a room, usually, like, a living room, but, like, they build up into a shrine mm. that's, like, kind of their prayer room. So, like, yeah. I, like, went to, like, what our shrine was, and we had, like, a shrine to Mary. Um, and so I... Mine's of Jake Gyllenhaal. Go on. Yeah. Same, same. I mean, we all have our shrines, whoever they are. Yeah. You know, live your life. Um, and I am crying because I don't know what's happening. I've told everyone. I feel so helpless. So I'm just, like, sitting there kneeling down praying. Mind you, Oprah is still in the background, too, right? Like, she's mother of all of my kids. <laughs> yeah, you actually do, like, you run past the, like, run to the television and start praying to Oprah. <laughs> like, all of my deities are with me right now. And, like, I'm just like, oh, God, like, please help Marilyn. She's dying in the bathroom, and I don't know what to do. And I um, am crying, like, life is the worst. My mom, like, runs into the house. She sees me, like, crying at like the shrine of Mary. How long was the place. time like how long was the time gap of talking to your mom to her, right? Like was she oh, yeah. did she work around in the area? Or? My mom worked in the area. She was like fifteen minutes away. Oh, okay. So she was like able to get home very, very quickly. Um mom sees me like crying in front of Mary. Did neither one of your parents bother to call you back and be like like not oh. knowing the situation, be like, call nine one one. Like not like I'll be home in a second. They and then I'll check up. They the definitely were calling and the phone was ringing. But like, uh, we also and I got to pray for But like we we are like told like oh let the voicemail take it right like if you got to call while we're gone like the voicemail as part it. of my handbook I was in yeah, yeah. <laughs> section twenty two of the handbook so uh, there's not a clause for this situation my onboarding program made sure that I was trained well <laughs> the art of answering phones how horrifying must it be to be a parent and have one of your kids your kids. <laughs> Your kids call and go, one of the other kids is bleeding. (laughs) And they're like, wait, what's going on? Click. (laughs) And so, like, I'm praying in front. And I'm, like, full praying. Like, I am like, Lord Jesus. I'm full praying. Like, (laughs) help our family right now. We need you. Um, Full-time prayer versus part-time prayer. Your mom mom comes home (laughs) to a kid she presumes. Is got her skull caved in, and <laughs> Oprah's on full volume. The kitchen's on fire, and also you're just like Melvin is screaming in, in, in a room. <laughs> Jesus! He's not speaking in tongues. He's not Pentecostal. <laughs> and I just continue on and just look over her and it's like help her. Um, and my mom like runs to the bathroom, like like 
basically like somehow gets it in the bathroom. And I'm, she like, turned the knob. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here like on like decade three of the rosary, just like getting it. Yeah. <laughs> getting it like, oh dear God, you're going to make it, this, everything's going to be great. And then all of a sudden my dad comes in and like my dad like comes up to You're me. a strong response team. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> really. And he did, he was like 30 minutes away. So he's like, he had been already there yeah. too. And he like comes up to me and he was just like, you're doing the right thing. Let's keep praying. And so we, <laughs> and he pushes me into the closet and closes the door. <laughs> and so we are praying. And then my mom comes out of the bathroom, like looking at us, like chuckling a little bit. And she's, tells my dad like what actually is happening um and then like i'm just like dying i'm like it's okay like, oh, do I, is it just me now like what's happening should i go back to friday and, and oprah is still blasting yeah. in the background you know, i'm like yelling at my dad it's like why did you go tom cruise is here yeah um and like my dad is like, we don't need an ambulance. It's okay. Like, she's going to be okay. And I was like, just explain what happened. Yeah. And so, like, there's still sorry. 10 more people on the call list. Is anyone going to take care I of I keep that? calling them and no one answers. And like, so I'm leaving the voicemail saying, <laughs> she's bleeding. She's bleeding. You don't even reference your sister at that point. There's like, blood everywhere. <laughs> and like, so my parents, like, still don't, like, cue me into anything. It's like, no, she's okay. Go look in the bathroom she's okay she's like oh look oh look <laughs> these parents are all <laughs> show don't tell <laughs> ah you fucking idiot go look at your sister i like go into the bathroom and my sister's in this habit she's like i'm okay i'm okay thank you like i'm okay and like all i see is like a, she's sitting in a pool of blood and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why did your parents tell you to go to the bed? Are you okay? And this is sorry. Like, was this Rosemary's baby? What the fuck is going on? And this is the moment my parents decided to explain to me like boys and girls are different and they have different parts and like girls have periods. And Marilyn's okay. And she has to sit in a bathtub blurs. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in nature versus nurture, but I'm guessing that this really quicked one of the switches for you of like, no. yeah, I don't want any yeah. of <laughs> And then I knew I was gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, they, like, they finally explained to me, I'm crying. They take It takes longer for them to, like, manage me than her. And, like, for some reason, like, still to this day, like, if we were at any wedding, there's like, have you heard about when Melvin found out about the periods? They tell that they story. They tell this story. And I was like, this is all your fault, people. I mean, like you, I mean, to give you credit, you attempted to be a hero for what it seemed like a very disturbing situation. I love that Ben was like, <laughs> It was just a period. I don't feel like anyone handled this appropriately. (laughs) You just started calling people and screaming, someone's dying, hang up, no information otherwise. Your parents rush home, then you go pray while Oprah's still on in the background. You go pray, your parents show up, and then they go, ha ha ha, he doesn't know what a period is. Let's make him watch. Let the boy watch. (laughs) That is still the most, like, yeah, just go in the bathroom and look at it. She's fine. Go look. She's in a pool of blood. Well, that's, I, yeah, when we're, because I'm also envisioning that it's a little like in the, you know, like movies when people like lay in bathtubs. Like it's up to her, like, neck. Like, it's just got that, that much blood mixed with blood. She slowly turned her head and said, Melvin, I'm fine. <laughs> they, 
like I think in their in their thought process they were like, okay, if, if he sees that she's fine, he'll stop crying. Like he will like figure it out. But, <laughs> but that's not that the, he's in a pool of blood. Yeah. Things are gonna be great. That's not the standard of fine when someone has blood circling around them. Long story short, I could not believe like a that's how I learned about the differences of the male and female reproductive process. Did they warn her? I think Did that she know she, what was happening? I think she had some inclination, but I think in the moment she was like in so much pain and she was embarrassed. She like didn't like that was not the time to educate. An unhelpful brother is out there screaming and okay. like going to the manual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> family manual. But you know what? Between Oprah and Mary, like they got me through that moment. Like, so there's a lot of gratitude that happened. And then you know I realized I was homosexual. Yeah. What is your relationship with Oprah now? Let's do an yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I would love. I've moved on to my new bay, Michelle Obama. Yeah. Well, I would just love one day for like me to be like, Oprah, you changed my life. You taught me about public experience. Yeah. You coached me. You guided me. She's like, I don't experience. remember doing that. <laughs> oh, you came to my seminar. Great. That wasn't. That wasn't an episode I had. <laughs> But to say the least, I did watch Oprah for years later. In fact, me and my grandmother would watch it for years. And I thought of that period every time. It was, it was an important moment. And then in college, my freshman year, I actually rearranged all of my classes to make sure that Oprah was still on my schedule. She was pretty formative in my life. That's crazy um, and uh, really unreasonable. Yeah. Story um, do you have a title for this story? Um well, I didn't have a title, but I did want to characterize it as a genre of story. It's a period piece. Ah! <laughs> I was going to do Hanging with Mrs. Winfrey. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Is that some reference I'm supposed to get? God damn it. Is Mr. <laughs> yeah. Cooper, you Mr. fucking Cooper. piece of shit. I knew what it was. I just wanted to say it. Well, thank you again for uh, Melvin as a returning guest. Um, Good luck, everyone else. Yeah, wait, no. Follow <laughs> you us don't on... know about periods. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you didn't, yeah. visit the if you didn't know about periods, now you know. Um, the, uh, the, the, the appropriate response isn't to consult the manual, panic, call everyone, but not give them any useful information, <laughs> and then go pray to no one. You can find uh, Google templates of the Melvin family uh, <laughs> handbooks all online yes. at our website, which we don't have. Um, <laughs> this has been the SSL podcast, short story long. I'm Adam Cassari. I'm Brent Wingate. Don't drown in your own pool of blood.